0: Good afternoon boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out once again the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. <music> A stacked weekend of boxing here ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and crash course through this real fast because i think anybody who's on international shores to be very interested in our boxing events this weekend and i'm not sure if i'm going to be having any uh, move this weekend i doubt it so i want to get this out of the way it's getting a little bit late let's go ahead and crash course this one and then i may actually have another youtube update possibly i'm not really sure at combattalkradio.net, but Right at the head, the, probably the biggest event you can think of, at least for now, at the Manchester Arena in the U.K. Happening on Zone in the U.S. Sky Sports box office in the U.K. 12 rounds of middleweight action. Chris Eubank Jr. fighting Liam Smith. Arguably the biggest fight of the 2023 so far. People might argue about Boots as I disagree. This is easily the biggest fight and so far. We're going to have bigger fights, but this so far is the biggest one to date. Both guys are... I think really well matched. I think it's a really good matchup in terms of height, reach, age, record, style even. I think it's a really good matchup. Obviously, Liam Smith has way more experience than young Eubank. That counts for something. Liam Smith is coming off stoppage wins, whereas Eubank's coming off of a distance decision. Eubank's course proceeds as a star. Most people believe that Eubank is going to blow out Liam Smith. This is possible, but let's understand that Roy Jones has kind of evolved Eubank Jr.'s style into one to outbox people as opposed to get a knockout. However, most of the bookies, they lean that it's going to be a knockout for Eubank. I'm not sold. He should knock out Liam Smith. My gut tells me he's going to go the distance. My gut tells me to be a dominant decision, but my gut tells me he's going to go the distance against Liam Smith en route to a victory. I don't see a knockout. Perhaps he does, and I get it wrong. I'm going to predict that it's a distant Distance decision for Chris Eubank Jr. Presser got hot and heated. Of course, society's oversensitive about the trash talk. Whatever it is, there's there's beef between these two guys. So I I still don't see their knockout with Eubank. Weight wasn't a problem. People were concerned. Will Eubank be able to make weight because he was just starving himself for Conor Ben. Seemed like weight was not a problem. So it looks like Eubank's okay, but we also don't know what impact it had for him to even have to do that cut and then mentally what's going on in his in his mind and everything else in his in his world. So this is one to watch. I think I honestly believe Ubank completely dominates him on decision. We'll see how that goes. Then I believe this is the undercard of this one cuz it's the same arena, same time, same events, 12-round welterweight action. I've not heard of either of these guys, but I'm going to talk about them and then what I re, what I found. So Eco Esmen fighting Chris Congo. Again, this is the undercard of that same Uh, Eubank versus Smith event. Once again, I've not followed either guy very closely. Most people believe that this is going to be a blowout win for Eco Essamon, that it's not even going to be close and it's arguably not even worth watching. From what I can tell, Essamon has slightly more experience than Congo. Essamon's undefeated. So he's an undefeated star. Essamon has gone the distance in his last fight. That's not a big deal, but it's something to observe. Knockout ratios are not crazy high. So I suspect this is going to be one of those that's, you know, one of those undercard, good undercard fights. It'll just kind of get the crowd warmed up. Don't expect anything spectacular out of these two guys. I can get it wrong. Esmond's expected to clearly win against Congo. I didn't see anything of Congo's, you know, height or anything that would provide any sort of problem for Eco Esdemon. So I'm going to maintain that prediction as well. Undercard as well. Undercard uh, features Joseph Parker. He's fighting Jack Massey. 10 rounds of heavyweight action. Obviously, I know about Joseph Parker. He's the guy that every time he steps up, he can't seem to get it done. Coming fresh off a knockout loss is Joseph Parker. That was a bit of a shocker to see him get a knockout loss, considering the streak he was on just prior to this. Now, from these two guys... Parker is significantly more experienced than Massey. Massey is not going to impress hardly anybody. Massey's coming off of a unanimous decision loss, but it's not really a cherry pick or any of that kind of stuff. But Massey's not going to have anything for Parker, in my opinion. I think it goes the distance. Unanimous, not even worth talking about. Also on that same event, undercard action, 10 rounds at cruiserweight, Richard Riaport, First thing, Christoph Glowacki. Glowacki, of course, is making his return back to the sport after being out for a little bit. Glowacki's had a real rough time of it. Riapur is the star, right? So he's coming off a stoppage win. Great knockout ratio. And the distance, the difference here, not distance, the difference here, Glowacki is a southpaw. Glowacki's a very crafty fighter. Glowacki has significantly more experience than Riapur. So this is a very good step-up test. For Riopor. Now, of course, Milwaukee is much older. So that'll play into factor as well. We have to see what happens during the fight. My gut tells me there's going to be a headbutt in this fight. I say that because you got one Southpaw, one Orthodox. Maybe not, but my gut tells me there's going to be some sort of a headbutt, unfortunate headbutt in this fight. I also think that Riopor is going to pull something out and get the W. I'm not sure if it's going to be a knockout in this one. It's hard to tell because, again, Glowaki is a very crafty fighter, very difficult to get. However, he's coming off a knockout loss and a stoppage just before that, so it's possible Riyapur blows him out in short order. I'm not saying I'm not really sure. That's all I see for this weekend's events. All international shores, good stuff. Certainly decent fights, nothing terrible like we had last week, so that's going to look good. In the future, we're going to have a couple of upcoming fights some of them are great, some of them are decent, some of them are whatever. I'm being honest here with you, folks. But we are expected, like in February, to have some decent fights, late January, decent fights. You know, the return of Bintubuf, uh, that's going to be a really good. Seeing him back, Alexis Rocha, good to see him back. Uh, Arnold Barbosa Jr., good to see him back. The journeyman, uh, Pedraza. Uh, Emmanuel Navarrete, that's a good one. So there's a lot of great action coming up. Um, in February and late January. So tune back in for that. Meanwhile, that's our weekend of boxing here on Combat Talk Radio. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at combattalkradio.net. I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you for being here. Just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing Series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering for Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So CombatTalkRadio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve. We want to hear from you, and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss, and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage, let us know that as well in the comments, and we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast, not on the YouTube, for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it, and I will see you guys next week.